Thinking in English now has a Patreon. If you love listening to my podcast and you want to help and support the podcast to grow, please consider subscribing. We run weekly conversation clubs exclusive to Patreon subscribers where you can practice speaking with other learners and other native ESL tutors. They take place every Tuesday at 12pm and 6pm UK time, so work out your own time zones. There's also bonus episodes, one-on-one classes with myself and much more. So click the link in the description or head over to patreon.com forward slash thinking in English. Hello, I'm Tom Wilkinson and welcome to the Thinking in English podcast, a podcast for intermediate to advanced level English learners. If you ask great questions, you'll get great answers. But do you know how to ask great questions? Probably not, but you will by the end of today's episode. You can find a full and free transcript of today's episode over on the Thinking in English blog. Leave a like, rating or review wherever you are listening right now. Subscribe to my new YouTube page, Thinking in English podcast. Subscribe to my Patreon to support me. And check out my Instagram page as well, Thinking in English podcast over on Instagram. But now let's get straight into the episode. So here is today's episode. I'm sure you all know how to ask questions. This isn't a podcast for beginner English learners. And I'm not interested in telling you how to correctly use how, why and where. I'm sure you all know this already. But do you know how to ask good questions? To be honest, most people are not good at asking questions. And not just English learners. Sometimes native speakers are even worse. I sat in so many university classes where people asked awful and pointless questions. And I'm sure I have asked a lot of bad questions in my past. But it is something I've tried hard to work on and a skill I've tried to develop. In fact, question asking is one of the most important skills in our modern world. But why? Well, if you ask the right questions, you'll get the right answers. If you ask amazing questions, you'll get amazing answers. And by extension, if you ask the wrong questions or ask terrible questions, you'll get wrong and terrible answers. If you understand the usefulness of good questions and you practice and develop your ability to ask great questions, then you'll notice things start to change and improve. Your English conversations will become more interesting and varied. Good questions can make new friends and new connections. Questions are the best way to learn new things and share ideas. By asking the right question, you can find new information. You can make progress in your business meetings. You can leave a good impression in a job interview. You can get extra help from your professor with your university exams. 
And research proves this. Research proves that question asking is an essential skill in conversations. A conversation basically has two purposes. To learn something or to make someone like you. They are really the only two ways we, or the only really two reasons we have conversations. Harvard University research suggests that people who ask more questions in conversations are better liked and learn more. But most people don't ask enough questions. Here is something that might surprise you. Asking questions in a job interview, as the candidate, not the interviewer, is one of the best ways to make a good impression. But people don't do it. Research from the London Business School and University of North Carolina has shown that asking questions in interviews makes the interviewer feel more involved and see the candidate favourably and helps the candidate understand the job better. And despite the importance of asking questions, most of us have never been trained in this skill. Some of you, maybe you have. If you're a lawyer, a police officer, a doctor or a journalist, you probably have been trained in asking questions. It is a key skill in those careers and professions. But we should all be trying to improve our own question-asking ability. Some people are naturally good at asking questions, but most of us need to practice. We don't ask enough questions, and the questions we ask are not designed in the best way. So let's start by thinking about some of the different types of question. Not every question is the same. Our questions have different purposes and come in different forms. I'll leave a link to an article introducing 15 types of questions, but I'll just talk about four or five types now. Closed question. So a closed question is a question with only two possible answers. Did you go to the park today? Well, you can only answer this question by saying yes or no. There's just two answers. Closed questions are useful when you need or want direct information. Maybe you work in a supermarket and you want to ask the customer, do you need a bag or do you have a membership card? In these questions, you just want the information quickly and clearly. You don't want the person you're asking to give you an unclear answer. Open question. Complete opposite to a closed question is an open question. Open questions encourage longer and more detailed or thoughtful answers. They use question words like why, what and how rather than do. Let me give you a basic example. You want to know someone's favourite fruit. You could ask a closed question. Do you like apples? Do you like bananas? Do you like oranges? Each time you are just getting a yes or no answer. Or you could ask an open question. What is your favourite fruit? Now your conversation partner is free to respond in more detail. What did you do at the weekend? Why did you start studying English? What is your role in the department? 
These are all examples of open questions where a person can answer in any way that they want to. They are open. A leading question. Leading questions are designed to lead a person into an answer. So the person asking the question wants a certain answer or response. These questions are often used by salespeople or people trying to change your opinion and manipulate you. So you should use them carefully. People don't really like leading questions. An example of a leading question would be, didn't you think that movie was amazing? So rather than an open question, like what did you think about that movie? Or a closed question, like did you like that movie? You're pushing the person into an answer within the question. Didn't you think that movie was amazing? You're already telling them that the movie was amazing. It's much easier to say yes to a question and agree to someone compared to saying no or disagreeing. Probing question. A probing question is a follow-up to a previous question. They are designed to help the speaker understand meaning, work out someone's perspective and refocus the question or refocus the conversation. These probing questions are so important to English learners. Probing questions are really useful when you need help understanding something. There are a few different types of probing question. You can ask questions to clarify the meaning. What did you mean by sometimes? You can ask questions to refocus a conversation or discussion and return the conversation back to the original point or original focus. Or you can ask questions to change the direction of a conversation. Maybe you don't like or don't understand what you're talking about, so you ask a question to change the focus. Affective questions. An effective question aims to understand a person's emotions. You ask one of these questions to understand feelings and people's reactions or perspectives. For example, how, how do you feel about transferring departments? Or is it important to you that the company offers free coffee and tea to employees? These questions are aimed to get an emotional response. There are many other types of questions. So check out the blog I linked uh, in the blog, the article I linked in the blog to find out more. But the main purpose of today's episode is good questions. So what is a good question? Well, there is a famous saying, there is no such thing as a bad question. This is not true. There are bad questions and there are good questions. But it depends on context, I guess. If you want to get a clear and interesting answer, you need to be asking clear and interesting questions, the right questions. If you want to be having better conversations, you need to be asking better questions. So what is a good question? Well, it obviously depends on context, but there are a few features that can make a question good. From a practical standpoint, a good question gets right to the point. You want your question to be concise, 
understandable and clear. As a student, so many times my classmates would ask professors incredibly long questions. By the time they finished talking, no one was clear what the question actually was. Often they tried to ask leading questions or demonstrate how intelligent they were by asking these long and wordy questions. You need to think of the reason behind your question. Why are you asking it? Do you want a quick and clear answer? Do you want additional information? Do you want to encourage a conversation? Do you want to influence someone? A really great question would receive an answer that tells you something you didn't know before. And, in particular, tells you valuable information. Perhaps about opportunities or different perspectives. And a good question should help the conversation keep flowing. If you just ask closed yes-no questions, you're going to struggle to have a nice and productive discussion. Asking questions that get interesting answers is the best way to maintain a conversation. So, how can you ask better questions? Well, here is my quick guide to asking better questions. The first step to asking better questions is easy. Ask more questions. As I already mentioned, research has shown that asking more questions is a great way to make a good impression and learn more information. However, simply asking more questions is not enough. You should be thinking carefully about the type and tone of the questions that you use. You should use follow-up questions. Follow-up questions have been shown to be a particularly good type of question. A follow-up question aims to get extra information after a previous question. And research has shown that follow-up questions demonstrate to a conversation partner that you are listening and care about the conversation. For example, you may ask someone, where did you go on vacation last year? Then, after they respond, follow up with, how was the food there? Why did you choose there? Would you go again? Interestingly, Follow-up questions are probably the easiest type of question to think about. Most people do it naturally. So make sure you use them in the future because they are a really powerful tool in conversations. Use open questions when you can. Open questions are the best way to find information and learn something new. They can also make people feel more comfortable in a conversation. For example, if you just ask closed or direct questions, do you like football? Is Ronaldo your favourite player? Do you think Manchester City will win the Premier League this year? It can sound a little like an interrogation instead of a conversation. Closed questions are more likely to be biased and leading. It is easier to say yes or agree to a question than to say no or disagree. Research has proven this. Closed questions can push someone into giving an answer that doesn't actually reflect their opinion or feelings, while open questions allow the person to express themselves in their own way. However, 
There are instances when you want to use closed questions. In business, especially business negotiations, sometimes you need to get a clear answer. And the only way to do so is by asking a yes-no question. Avoid leading questions. I mentioned leading questions earlier. You should generally avoid these in conversations. Asking a leading question like, don't you hate this weather, assumes the answer before the other person gets the opportunity to say anything. They may actually love this type of weather, but because of your question, don't you hate this weather, it's difficult to disagree. We don't like disagreeing with people, especially our friends, so leading questions can be uncomfortable and annoying. Keeping a question open and keeping your own personal opinion away from the question gives you a much better chance to get a good answer. Use short questions. The length of a question is also important. I mentioned earlier my experience as a student. People would always ask incredibly long questions. In fact, I often see it with journalists on TV today. They will be interviewing a sports star or a politician and ask a question that is full of unnecessary information and description. Often the interviewee will have to ask for clarification. To avoid misunderstandings, keep your questions short. If you're asking a good question, the person you are asking shouldn't need to ask for clarification or hear it again. They should be able to give you uh, an answer and understand everything you said straight away. One-sentence open-ended questions are probably the best thing to aim for. Listen well. Listening is also a really important skill to develop. Good listening leads to good question asking. If you can listen well, you will be able to make better follow-up questions. You will avoid asking questions that have already been answered. You probably don't want to leave a bad impression. Listening well will allow you to navigate and guide the conversation in the direction that you want. And while listening, you should probably try to make eye contact or gesture to know that to show that you're listening. Follow the flow of the conversation. If you are in a casual conversation, sometimes you should just go with the flow. Let the conversation take its course. You may ask a question and during the answer or follow-up questions, the topic could completely change. This isn't always a bad thing. A conversation that goes in an unexpected direction can often be the most interesting and beneficial. So don't be scared to follow the course of the conversation. However, if you do want to refocus, you can. Just use some follow-up questions to do so. So here is today's final thought. This episode of Thinking in English has tried to introduce the art of question asking to all of you. People don't think of question asking as a skill, but it really is a skill and one that you can practice and improve. 
I introduced different types of question, talked about what a good question is, and finally gave you some advice on how to ask better questions. But what do you think? Do you think asking questions is an important skill to you? Have you ever been asked an amazing question? Have you ever been asked a terrible question? Let me know in the comments on Spotify or the comments on the Thinking in English blog and the transcript or send me a message on Instagram. I love hearing from all of you and it gives me so much motivation every time I hear from a listener of Thinking in English. While you're over on Instagram sending me a message, make sure you follow me, Thinking in English podcast. And actually, I've just launched a brand new YouTube channel, also called Thinking in English podcast. The link will be in the description of the podcast, so please go over and subscribe. And over the next few weeks and months, we're going to try and get a regular upload schedule of past and current episodes being uploaded onto YouTube, as well as maybe next year, some original content. So if you have any ideas or suggestions for YouTube, please send me a message. And if you really love listening to Thinking in English and you want to improve your speaking skills, please join our conversation club. Now to join the conversation club, you need to go to my Patreon and sign up to Patreon. It's the first link in the description of this podcast and it's also all over the blog and my Instagram page as well. Now, Patreon is a platform where podcast listeners can support podcast makers like me. For just $5 a month, you can join our weekly conversation club. So that kind of means if you join every week. So for example, in October, if you joined every week, it costs you one US dollar a week for an hour-long conversation session with other Thinking in English listeners, myself, and teachers. I think it's a pretty good deal. There are also other benefits as well for the Patreon, so please consider signing up. Um, but if not, definitely subscribe to my YouTube, follow me on Instagram, and leave me a five-star rating on Spotify, please. Thank you all for listening, and I'll talk to you next time. Goodbye.